you excited to be here this morning? We're all going to some great, a great thing to point over to my basic game plan. Fantastic, fantastic, but you know, I'm driving here and to be first and not think about what they should bring on the game for me to be able to look chapter 3. But I've been in this around, I believe, for me chapter 2, Paul talks about doing anything without arguing and complaining or grumbling and complaining. Is that for me too? I just read that. I 
And he said, talk to for a couple minutes, and he said, something about Jesus. That's someone's truth. About God. That's someone's truth. Really, I'm not sure about it. That's why it's not just compartmentalized, but it's just a spooky world. They're talking about the world. They want to be honest. They're talking to the world. They want to be honest with And not be held back. And in the book of Philippians, Paul talking to Jesus, Jesus often says, I grow up as well for others, and how they think I can even die to know Christ and to know him in the world. So we're going to look at Philippians. Uh, if you go ready to look at Philippians chapter 3, uh, just a little background here. Philippians is actually a book written by Paul, or a letter written by Paul while he was in Rome, he was in prison. So he was just having a grand old time. And while he was there, he began to plan the rest of the places in one he wrote to the believers in Philippi, which is actually the first church established on the European continent. And it was founded by Paul during the second missionary journey, which we read about in Acts chapter 16. So what we're going to do this morning is we go to the door to look into this. If you're there with me, I encourage you to open up your Bible. If um, you have the chapter 3 up on the screen, but open up your Bible. We're going to walk through this. I, I enjoy walking through the Word. It's one of my favorite things to do when, when I preach. I like actually, I don't do it all the time, but I enjoy doing it when I go verse by verse and walk through it. We're going to do that in chapter 3 today. We're going to kind of walk through it and pull out nuggets. And then we're going to pull out some deep of what I feel like God wants to tell us and talk to us too. Philippians. 
one thing of Christmas. If you read chapter one, you see Paul has a great love for the church that he established. He has a great love for them and thankful for them, and he appreciates them. And so he loves you, and he's got to be in the something that's driving you up, he's got to be in the something that's really upsetting them. That's not taking them off, really. So, Christmas, we can't get angry. It's okay. It's called a righteous anger. Yeah, uh, we can get angry. We can get angry. And so, you know, 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 we're willing to say, this is just, we need to come back to reality. Let's come back to what's right. Let's come back to what's right. Paul says that the faith starts to you. I'm not worried about telling you again. I'll tell you again. I'll tell you enough because I love you enough to remind you. And what's he about to remind him? Let's see. He says, walk out to the dog. Those people do it. Those moves are mutilated for the flesh. For if we who are in circumcision, we serve God by the Spirit and both in Jesus Christ. Who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have many reasons for such confidence. What is Paul getting upset with here? He's getting upset with Jewish legalists. Jewish legalists who are trying to get the Gentiles to serve God by going back and doing the things of the law. And he's so ticked off by this because Paul's upset. Why is Paul upset? Because Paul is upset because he knows it doesn't work. Paul is there, Paul is tired, and he knows it doesn't work, and he knows it leaves you wanting. It leaves you unsatisfied. He knows what he's doing. Don't listen to people. He's becoming part of God. He says you're mutilated, you're evil doers. He's no worried that Jews are going to be able to And now he's going to do it legally. He's going to be evil doers and mutilated. What do you do to my people? I was in a state of, um, what's the word? I can't say it, man. 
So I'm saying about it, so I took it on Friday after it's like, you guys want to use hands. And you know what they did? They told me there was nothing wrong with the female women's hands. Come on now. With my little daughter. I remember when the tailor and Rain, I can't remember which one it was, and I remember they were riding a bicycle, and they said, Look, Daddy, I don't have to show my underwear anymore. I try not to. And I remember walking through time and everything, put my ring back on, because I promised that I wouldn't wear it. So how did I put something back on that I promised I wouldn't do? And we're walking through that. It's difficult. Yeah, I hate legalism. I hate it because it takes away what Christ did. It says that Christ is not enough. It says that we can do it on our own. We don't need what He did on the cross. And this is why Paul can tick off. He's saying that we don't need Christ, and I'm telling you, I did everything to try and be right with God, and it wasn't enough. And I'm telling you, Christ is enough. I remember working at Subaru and, and talking to God, and God began to show me and tell me about those different things. God showed me the, the reason why I could put my ring back on the phone to show me the prodigal son. And the prodigal son came home, and the father put a ring on his finger. And God said, if Siri was wrong, why would I put a ring on my son's finger? God began to show me things. And I had to grow. I had to learn how to grow. I started learning to grow by putting things back on. I started learning to grow by doing things again. So I can understand what Paul here Paul is upset when he's got a spirit of passion in Paul's voice when he says, Watch out for the dogs, for the evil doers, because yielding comes as judgmental person. I'll tell you, I've judged everyone. When I was caught up in this legalism, you know, oh, the hell, I can tell you, you're a Christian just by what you're wearing. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, your hair is short as a girl, you're not a Christian. Your hair is long as a guy, you're not a Christian. You, you're wearing a girl, you're not a Christian. You need a lot of help. All them worldly love things. Thank God that you get to work in my life so that I can be me and be in Christ. I'm no longer a sinner. I'm a new creation. I don't follow Christ by a bunch of rules and law, laws. I follow Christ because He first loved me. And by the love of Christ, I love Him. And my love propels me to do what God asks of me. There's a difference. It's different to understand that there are things that God calls all of us to, and there's other things that God calls conviction. There's a difference. For another day, I'm not going to get all that. But Paul's being very passionate about here. And verse 3 says, Where is that? We who are things like we who serve God by the Spirit and we boast in Jesus Christ. I'm not going to boast in myself. I'm not going to boast in Christ because it does no good. It is God who does something in us. I put no confidence in my flesh. I put no confidence in my ability. I can't do nothing without God. Even though I'm a self-expert, I have reason to take confidence in this is what Paul goes in and says, you know what? Let me tell you something. I've been there a second. Let me give you a little something, something. I said, hey, you know what? I want to say that. I'll preach in another church. Yeah, I'll go take it one day. I'll preach in another church, and I talked to the pastor afterwards. And one of the gentlemen, this one, it's okay. Everyone else is fine. But one thing said, "Where did you get that pastor from?" And I think it's two things. One, it's how I talk. I do talk a little bit. I don't have a little slang. I know I just want to. 
also draws the same old thing that Garvey's done in the game, Christ in the county, and the other righteous in the home that comes to the law, but that's too tight to be saved in Christ. And you know, I want to get there. But it says that I want to know Christ, but to know his power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering, becoming like him in his death. I'm just going to read the rest of this, and then we're going to get into the meat of what I want to talk about this morning. So let's read through the rest of this. And this letter says, Mistake somehow attained to the resurrection from the dead. Now that I've already attained all this, I have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do forgetting what is behind and turning toward what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I just want to talk for a moment here. I don't know if I can back to this, but I want to understand. Paul is talking about one who is glorified. Paul is talking about one who is glorified. He's talking about our resurrected bodies, what we will be like when Jesus comes back and restores all things. That's what he's talking about. That kind of perfection. He's talking about glorification where we become like God. And then he also says, not that I've already attained all this, but he's saying, not at all, I understand all this, but I want to understand more. Verse 16 says, All of us then who are mature to take such a good thing, and at some point you say, This one got two, that will make sure you
allegiance to Jesus. And so God says to the heaven and we eagerly and certainly await and see you from there. The Lord be trusted by the power that is in the day of the night, so we'll transform our lowly body so that they may be glorified like the glory of the Father, that glory of the Christian. And now, let's get into what we want to talk about real fast here. I see those stories that are too much. I really want to say, this is too much. I love chapter 3. Well, it says, well, it's looking scary. So, take it out and stand it, looking good, read the book, and say, but I want to look at what Paul, Paul talked about these things here, but what does Paul want? And 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 what does Paul want? What do we want to buy? What did you want right here, basically? What did you want? What did you want? What did you want? What did you want? What did you he found the only he found waiting. So, so when Jesus comes back, he found waiting. He found the place. He found doing the work of God and for the kingdom of God. And he only found sitting in the seat doing nothing. He wanted to be found waiting. What do you know about that? No, he only found waiting. He said, I don't want to be a pastor who wants to work for God. It's the difference. I don't do things to get God's approval. I don't want God's approval. I don't want to do things for Him. So God propels me up. I'm going to get you here because I know Eric's talking about God's will propels us next week. God's will propels us up. He said, I want to be found in His righteousness. And so I hear this piece from the Paul talking about that. I think I talked about all power. He's like, Paul's talking about imputed righteousness. I want to be found in Christ. I want God to be Christ and not me. I want God to be Christ and not me. I want to be found in Christ. It's all about Christ. It's all about Christ. It is a way of life. And it's so important. I think it's so important. It's so important. And it's still so important. Because we don't even say it's not the same body. We don't have the same body. And we're so together. But I want to be found in Christ and not me. Yes, one of my biggest passages is to see the church 
where I heard it once, but I don't remember where I heard it before. I think it was in a movie. And, and then Malcolm said something to those first few years. I don't have problems with your Jesus. I love your Jesus. I have problems with your Christian. Oh, well, I think it was a movie, too. Well, just for John, you just hit around the head. The ones we found in Christ want to be justified. This is just another thing. I want to put on the I want to be worthy of the kingdom, worthy of the power and grace. Don't we want that as a church? Don't we want a, a church of Christ? Just sometimes we think about ourselves, and I say, I want to think about here in the but I want to think corporately this morning too, that we want our church to be found in Christ. Second thing Paul says is, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I want to know Christ and the power of resurrection. I want to know more about this power that God has. I want to be in a happy relationship with Jesus. I want you to know God and know Christ. I want to know how to God and know Him. I want you to know Him. I want to know Him more and more and more. That's a marriage that lasts you. Let me hear that one said before you. That's a marriage that lasts. It's where you want to know yourself more and more and more and more. So when you understand that, and I like when you still want to know everything about yourself. You want to get it. You know, I love Fosters. Does anyone want to see Fosters? I love the movie Fosters. It's like you got to get the high school diploma. Then you got to get your bachelor's. And then you get your third degree bachelor's. Then you get your master's and your bachelor's. And guess what? You still don't know about everything. You want to get in your heart. Because all those people are sitting there, they thought that they knew him. 
So we're going to do this, this, and this, and this. Oh, that's not fair. We're going to do this, 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 and this. I want to know I want to buy you know Christ. I want to see you resurrection from the dead. That 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 I want to be pushed in for this day. I want to be humbled. I want to want things to be revealed in me to where they can be claimed. I want to become mature in Christ. I want to participate in this suffering. How many of you have ever said, I want to be like Christ? Well, Jesus made me like Christ. How many of you have ever said that? You know how you got that? Through suffering. When we talk about the day, Jesus, maybe you like you, then the next week, let's go warm the world. Who's the world? 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 I want 
part of the body of Christ. You see, I think I'm a Thank <laughs> you. 
flocks of deer, the flocks of birds, and those flocks of birds. You know what I think bothers me? Oh, you know what bothers me? We're still at the very point that we are. I have better friends who are still in the same place. Some of you don't judge me. Some of you don't go behind my back. Some of you don't backstab me. Some of you support me. You don't live in the present. All day, you want more. When you live in the present, when you live in what God is giving you, it makes you want more. When you live in what God is giving you, it makes you want more. Oh, 